started off boxing when I was about 15 years old. I constantly kept seeing, you know, MMA and mixed martial arts. I didn't really know what it was. One day I watched the fight, it was BJ Penn versus Joe Stevenson. You know, and I was like, I kind of like that. I thought that that's something I might be able to do. I knew I wanted to do this the moment I stepped on the mat. And when my mind is made up, you know, it's just, I kinda, I get, I'm pretty stubborn. That's just how Randy is. He's passionate about what he does. When he sets his mind to something, that's what he's doing. No ifs, ands, or buts. One of the things that makes, you know, Randy Brown such a great fighter, beyond the skill set, is that he wants to fight. A lot of people want to fight, but nobody wants to fight. In other words, they want the, the glitz and the glamour, but they don't want to do the work that's necessary. So I think Randy's strength is his heart, you know, his mind, you know, his spirit. I know the work that I'm putting in, you know. I've sacrificed everything. I've given up everything to do this. He's not gonna make excuses, he's not gonna give up. And when he's pushed back to the wall, sometimes the one he does is the best work. This is huge to make it to the UFC. Like there were many, many no's and he kept pushing, so to you know, win that fight that he did, to shake Dana White's hand, it's everything that he's worked for. Fighting in front of Dana, it was just a dope situation, you know, knowing that Dana's there. But it didn't bother me, man. As you guys get to know me, you'll see, like, it didn't affect the way I fought. Honestly, once I stepped in the ring, I had no thought of UFC, no thought of Dana White. My mind is empty, and I'm focused on the person in front of me. Growing up in Jamaica is the type of thing that just having that rough upbringing, you know what I mean? Going through the things that I've been through and all that, it's like, nothing can bother me. At the end of the day, it's just a fight. Growing up in Jamaica, I think it put, it put things into contrast for me, you know? Not so fortunate here is not, not that as bad as you would think. It always made me look at, you know, things like that, you know, as far as fighting and stuff like that, you know, it's like, I wanna be able to inspire, you know, the youth in Jamaica. I wanna be able to inspire a little kid, you know, like myself maybe, could see it and be like, oh, I can do the same thing, you know? My family wasn't wasn't very you know supportive of what I what I do, especially coming from a Caribbean family. You know, it's kind of like any sport that you're doing other than track and field or soccer is kind of like taboo, especially fighting in a cage. You know, you're supposed to go to school, graduate, get a job, and just you know, that's how it's supposed to be. I don't think a lot of people and my family kind of really understood it, the discipline, you know, the hard work. But the more we learned about it, the more we embraced it. The people around me now, they've become my family. My sister Kimberly, you know, she's always been supportive. I had everybody against me, you know this. Everyone. <laughs> everybody against me. Everybody's like, Most nah, people do would that. just, you know, do what they're told. Yeah. But you didn't. Come my room, let me show you something real quick. All right, so this is my son Uriah, all right? He's about five years old now. I'm doing this for him, so, you know, this is something that you know, every time I think about him, it just pushes me to just push even harder, you know, and I feel like quitting or whatever, you know, I think about him and I'm able to get through it. Sensei's like, like a father to me, you know what I mean? Because I didn't, I didn't grow up with my father or anything like that. Our relationship goes beyond coach, trainer. It's a little more than that. It's a little deeper than that. He taught me life lessons, you know, how to be a man, how I want to portray myself, you know. You know, even when, when I get to the UFC, he's been grooming me for this moment since, you know, since day one, you know, because he saw the potential in me. In the future, I see Randy Brown taking it all the way to the top. That's been our goal from day one. But we got to take it step 
by step. So the key right now, first fight is Matt Dwyer. We're not looking past him. All of our focus is January 30th. Dwyer is just another guy, you know, that's 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 standing in my way, you know, just like the other guys were. He might be a little bit higher caliber, but I'm high caliber as well. My advantages over Matt Dwyer is my emptiness. I'm going in there, no mind, you know. My sensei's always taught me that. No mind is the best way to enter into a battle. If I'm overthinking, then I won't, I won't want to attack and I want to wait. If I'm not thinking, I'm there to do a job and that's exactly what I'm going to do. I'm not worried about what he's going to do to me. He has to worry about what I'm going to do. Of course, I'm, I'm happy that I'm in the UFC, you know what I mean? But getting to the UFC is not enough, you know, that's just the beginning. I'm there for a legacy, you know, I'm there to do some things, you know, and make a name for myself. I want to be a champion and I'm going to go in there and I got to take some heads, <laughs> you know what I mean? That's what I got to do.